Welcome to the Common Sense Connections app audio education series. We encourage you to listen carefully to the success and leadership principles discussed in this audio. They have enabled countless independent business owners just like you to build a successful business and have a full and balanced life. Einstein, Einstein's kind of smart, right? <laughs> I love this quote. He says, never give up on what you really want to do. The person with big dreams is more powerful than, what, than the one with all the facts. That is so true in our business. It is so true in our business. When I first got involved in this business, some of you know my story, I was involved for 15 years and never sponsored a single person. That's pretty pathetic, right? <laughs> now, in all honesty, I actually never invited anyone to join either. So it's not quite as bad as it sounds. It took me 15 years to understand anything, but here's what I learned. Every meeting I went to, they talked about dreams and how important the dream was. And I thought, this is nuts. I don't even understand what they're talking about. And why is it so important to sit and look at things that I'm never gonna have? There's the whole problem, right? If you're dreaming and you're looking at things as if you're never gonna have it, then guess what happens? You never get it, right? So many of you know I love Think and Grow Rich. Okay? I love this quote by Napoleon Hill. He says, there's a difference between wishing for a thing and being ready to receive it. No one is ready for a thing until they believe they can acquire it. The state of mind must be belief, not mere hope or wish. Okay? Open-mindedness is essential for belief. Closed minds do not inspire faith, courage, and belief. I've been studying this paragraph for about six months, almost every day, just trying to understand it. Because I thought, well, if I really want to receive, how many of you know what you really want in life is already here? Do you know that? Have you seen other people that have it? The amazing thing is we don't get really, really excited about stuff that isn't invented yet. Can you imagine going back to like, say, 1970 and trying to get people really excited about an iPhone? How many people would be excited? No one. They had the Jetsons, and no one was excited about it because no one could believe it. Right? The reality is everything you can dream or muster, everything you can desire, you can actually have because it's already been created. If it wasn't an option, you wouldn't have the desire for it. Okay, so the problem is a lot of times we start to think, well, what is it in my life that I think I can do? And then we'll get excited about what we think we can do instead of allowing ourselves to just get excited about what's actually possible. Some of you may know who this is. Winston Churchill. There's a, a story about Winston Churchill because that previous quote that I've been studying for months, I finally got to understand that the key to receiving is believing. So if I want to receive more, I just have to believe more. Well, how do you actually believe? If you don't have belief, how do you get belief? And that became my journey. Like, how, 
how do I increase belief then if that's all it takes, if that's what I really need to do? And that's all I've been thinking about. How can I increase my belief? Well, he says the first key is open-mindedness, which really means allowing your mind to believe that what you want could actually be yours, getting excited about the possibility. Winston Churchill, many people would say, saved the world. Right? A lot of people credit his speaking, his ability to get the allies to bond together, his ability to inspire his own people. They credit him for saving the world. Do you know if he would have died at 60 years old, history never would have remembered him. He would have died an absolute nobody. You know why? Because at 42 years old, the British government dismissed him in disgrace from his post as Minister of the Navy at 42 years old. Now, what did he do? He never gave up on his dream. So he kept working. He kept doing everything he was doing before. And for nearly 20 years, people laughed at him and scorned him and... He was just a big, fat, no, nothing burger. There was no beef in the burger, right? <laughs> For nearly 20 years. Well, then he goes on at 62 years old. Um, he leads the charge, organizes the allies, and really saves the world. Well, many years later, not long before he passed away, he was invited to come and give a speech at a prestigious United States military academy at the commencement services. They asked him to come and speak, and they, the title, what they asked him to speak on was success and how to achieve it. That was his topic. Okay, so now understand this. Most people would rather die than speak in public. Okay, they ask people, what's your biggest fear? More people say speaking in public than death. Okay, so it's, he's invited to give this speech. So think of this, you're at a prestigious military academy. You're talking to all the graduates. Because of now his reputation, there's going to be all kinds of important people there, some of the most important people in the world, gathered together to hear him deliver a speech on success and how to achieve it. And here's what he did. He started out at the back of the room. He walked up to the lectern. He came up to the podium. He took his top hat off. He put his cane down. He took his cigar and laid it in the tray they had provided for him. And he stood silent and he surveyed the audience. They said you could hear a pin drop and bounce off the carpet. There wasn't a noise in the auditorium. Dead silence. And finally he looked and he said, never give up. And then he was silent again. He surveyed the audience. And then he said, never give up. 
And then he was silent and he surveyed the audience. And then he said, never give up. And then he put his top hat on, he grabbed his cane, he put his cigar in his teeth, he walked off the stage and right down the middle of the audience. Is that amazing? People came from all around the world to hear this great speech on success and how to achieve it. And he said nine words. <laughs> and many people said it was the most profound speech given at that institution in decades. Nine words. Now you know what it takes to pull off a commencement speech in nine words that everybody remembers? What it takes is 100% confidence. What I've been learning over the last few weeks about that one paragraph from Think and Grow Rich is that confidence and belief are twins. It's hard for me to think about or understand how could I increase my belief. That's so, I don't know, not concrete. Not something I can understand. But confidence I can understand. There's ways we develop confidence. Right? Sarah and I are brand new grandparents. We had a first grandbaby boy, amazing little guy. And I'm not old enough to be a grandpa. I have no clue how that happened. <laughs> but he's five months old. And we got to spend a couple days with him a few weeks ago. And I was just looking at this little child thinking, how amazing is it the way we come into this world? We can't feed ourselves. We can't walk. I mean, you look at everything else in the animal kingdom. I grew up on a small farm. When a cow is born, you get the calf up and walking like the same day, you know? Horses come out. They're running around the pen an hour later. It's like they know what to do. They go eat. They do everything on their own. We as humans were totally helpless for like a year. We're longer. Some of us are still helpless. <laughs> but what happens, we build in confidence when we try things, right? Once we become aware of our surroundings enough, little kids, if you watch them, when they're around other little kids, they get aware of what's possible. And then they start to try things. Now, if you look at a little kid, it takes them years to learn how to speak. But everyone in this room, we're all very confident at speaking. Maybe not on stage, maybe not making a phone call, but you can talk to your friends, right? You don't sit and ponder, what words should I say to that person I'm gonna walk in to work and pass at the cooler? You just walk by and say, hi, good morning, whatever it is you say. We're totally confident. When you're confident, you don't have to think about it anymore. So how do we build confidence? There's three steps that can increase or help you gain greater confidence. Confidence will lead to belief. Belief will lead to results. Okay? If you get total confidence, total belief, then it's just a matter of receiving what's already been created for you. I love the story that Nathan and Tana shared about getting their ranch or their farm, right? I love it because it was already there. The way was already prepared. All they had to do was get in harmony with it and receive it. 
right? Made it easy. So number one is, is check your self-image. The first thing you have to do is what do you actually believe about you? And if you think a lot of negative things, you're not alone. Sadly, most people's self-image is really pathetic. Right? What they believe, who they believe they are, what they believe they, they're capable of is so far below their potential, it's unbelievable. <coughs> so I started uh, writing something out that Bob Proctor taught me to write out every single morning that starts like this. It says, I am God's highest form of creation. Now, when I first started writing that, that felt really arrogant to me. Right? Till I realize all of us are God's highest form of creation. I'm not saying I'm better than anybody else. It's recognizing who and whose I am. If you believe you came from a creator and part of his work was to create you, then that alone ought to increase your self-image dramatically. Start writing that down every single morning. I am God's highest form of creation. Write that every morning and every night. Watch what will happen to your belief in who and what you are and what you can achieve and what you can ask for. If you are his, that means everything's available for you. So I follow that up with a statement that says, I am God's highest form of and now I'm going to lose it all because I'm standing here trying to remember it, right? I'm God's as we were creation. I deserve and I receive every good thing. I lost it all. Now I'm crucifying it. I've written this 100,000 times on my iPad. Maybe not that many, but a lot. Thousands of times. And now you get nervous, see? But you just check your self-image. Who are you and whose are you? And what is for you? Step number two. Check your strengths and weaknesses. Now, if you'll get honest with yourself and make a list, what are your strengths and what are your weaknesses, you're going to have a lot more weaknesses than strengths. And if you have more strengths than weaknesses, then go back and be honest. Because <laughs> all of us have a lot more weaknesses than strengths, right? And here's what most self-development will teach you to do. Take all those weaknesses, categorize them, and get better at them, right? And if you get 10% better at something you're lousy at, how will your results change? Not at all. Not at all. But if you get 10% at something that you're great at, that nobody else in this room is good at, how will your results change? It'll be huge. So figure out what are my strengths, what are my weaknesses. Forget, manage your weaknesses. Manage your weaknesses to the best of your ability. But focus on developing your strengths. That's the beauty of our business. You get any team, there are people that are strong in any particular area, and there are people that are weak. So if you're really, really poor at certain things, recruit someone who's really good at those things. Then, the, then do what you're weak at. That's how you manage your weaknesses. 
and then develop your strengths. Get really, really good at your strengths. And then number three, train your mind to see in all people what many do not see in themselves. Look for the good in everybody. Wallace Waddles says, leave everyone you meet with an impression of increase. Leave everyone you meet with an impression of increase. If you learn to see the good in other people, guess what? Those people will see the best parts of you. And the reality is whatever you start to recognize is really good in somebody else is just a mirror of what's good inside of you anyway. If we can increase our confidence, we can increase our belief. And if we increase our belief, anything is possible. Because all things are possible to them that believe. All things. So I hope you'll remember the great words of Winston Churchill. When you think of success, how can I achieve success in my life? How can I be one of those hundred diamonds that we are going to have? You know how I know that? Because Sarah said it. <laughs> if it was just me, I don't know, 50-50 chance at best. Sarah knows how to get what Sarah wants. And she wants a hundred diamonds. And you all want to be diamonds. The only thing it takes, increase that belief and never give up. Have a great weekend, everybody. This audio series was created to help you with personal development, professional development, and gaining the skills to build a sustainable business. While certainly no one can guarantee success, it is our hope that the principles and ideas discussed here will enable you to experience the thrill of accomplishment and offer your life greater significance and enjoyment. This is a copyrighted program. The purchase of the program is optional, and any unauthorized reproduction or broadcast of this digital media without express written consent is strictly prohibited. All rights are reserved.